The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's 106 on this uh, sunny but cold Monday. It is February 8th, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program, folks, it's brought to you by Henry Oil. Still have a long way to go with the winter season. Switch to Henry Oil today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Whether it's automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Four zero one five two one zero two hundred and online at henryoil.com. Right now it's one zero seven. As far as the um, the weather, you just heard the weather. We have more smart snow coming. So, folks, be careful out there. Uh, there's a lot of snow and ice. There's a lot of melting. We're going to get some some more snow coming into the forecast. So um, I'll, I'll mention in just a moment, again, remember, if you get yourself in an accident, how um, what you can do is call West Fountain Auto Body. I'm going to touch on that in uh, in just a moment. But I want to get to this is in all the Massachusetts. Good afternoon, wherever you can hear my voice, Rhode Island or Mass or Connecticut. It's John DePietro weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This is Representative Ariana Presley and talking. Uh, this is someone, this is the congressperson from Massachusetts. And this is her talking about the uh, impeachment that she wants to move forward with uh, President Trump. Trump must be held accountable because he is culpable for having incited this insurrection by perpetuating this big lie. This House has twice done its job. He will forever be the twice impeached president by this uh, Democratic majority-led House. And now the Senate must honor their oath and impeach Donald J. Trump to hold him accountable, but also to bar him from running for public office ever again. And then we know that he had accomplices who told on themselves in broad daylight they aided and abetted this insurrection by perpetuating this big lie, and they must be expelled. And then we must continue to investigate, Jake, so that any individuals or agencies that enable this insurrection are taken to account. You know, that's really what they're looking for, is they want it that he can never run again. And see, I think like Liz Cheney was on Fox News Sunday yesterday. I don't think people are with her. Does Marjorie Taylor Greene still hold a solid place in that party? Chris, we're the party of Abraham Lincoln. We're the party of Ronald Reagan. Uh, we have to really take a hard look at who we are and what we stand for, what we believe in. Uh, I think it, when you look at both uh, his actions leading up to what happened on January 6th, uh, the fact that he uh, was impeached in a bipartisan fashion, uh, the fact that, that uh, he lost the presidency, the fact that we lost the Senate, uh, we have to be in a position where we can say we stand for principles, we stand for ideals. Uh, somebody who uh, has provoked 
provoked an attack on the United States Capitol to prevent the counting of electoral votes, uh, which resulted in five people dying who refused to stand up immediately when he was asked and stopped the violence. Uh, that, that is a person who does not have a role as a leader of our party going forward. We have to make sure that we uh, are able to convey to the American voters we are the party of responsibility, we are the party of truth, uh, that we actually can be trusted to handle the challenges this nation faces like COVID. Uh, and, and that's going to require us to focus on substance and policy and issues going forward. But, but we should not be embracing the former president. You know, he received, I disagree with her, he received 74 million votes. And with the, with the wheels really came off, let's face it, take away the pandemic and President Trump gets gets reelected. I know they don't like that. I don't I, I know that they don't like the idea that that's the truth, but that is the truth. That is the truth. And he brought a lot of people into the Republican Party and they can say that all they want. He's not. But he, uh, they're kidding themselves. They're absolutely kidding themselves if they think or Liz Cheney does. I, I recognize that people like Liz Cheney and Chris Wallace, they don't want President Trump to be the leader of the Republican Party. But he is the leader of the Republican Party, period. Um, and if anything, you know, as far left as, as they're going right now, as far as the Democrat Party, you, you need someone that's going to be the leader with, uh, with, and a strong leader. When you're dealing with someone like AOC out there. To see if I can see anything. And there's like a door here and there's like another door here. So I'm like, I'm like trying to look through do- two door hinges. All made up. Um, and so I look through this door hinge. And I see this um, white man in a black beanie um, bump, just like open the door of my personal office and come inside the personal office. Capital security and yell officer. Again, Where is she? Capital security. Um, Half mile from the Capitol. I have never been quieter in my entire life. Half mile from the Capitol. I was just, I, I don't even know if I held my breath. Capital security. Just, you know, here behind there and I just start sliding down. Um... And then all of a sudden, I hear my staffer, G, yell out. Um, and he's, he's like, hey, it's okay. Come out. Come out. So I'm like, I don't know, so deeply rattled. I'm still processing the edge of my life. Right. Half a mile from the Capitol. When I come out. Right. Um, and I come security. out. And this man is a Capitol Police officer. Right. There you go. But the story doesn't end. Oh. Okay. So um, he was just making sure you guys were okay. police officer. There was no partner. <laughs> was not yelling. You know, Capitol Police, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, because you were half mile from the Capitol. But then, what? But then, it didn't feel right, um, because he was looking at me with a tremendous amount of anger and hostility. And um, how do you know that? Things weren't adding up. Like there was no partner there. 
Right. And there was they no one maybe, was yelling. They were over at the Capitol. Like, this is Capitol Police. This is Capitol Police. Right, because you were half and mile from the Capitol. He Capitol's. was looking at me in all of this anger and, and hostility. And at first, you know, in, in my brain and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I just came from this super intense experience just that now. That was false. Maybe I'm reading into this. Right, because right? like, they weren't in I'm the building. Projecting, um, Maybe I'm projecting like something onto him that that right. like maybe I'm just seeing anger, but maybe he's not trying to be angry. Um, but I talked to G, my legislative director, G. after the fact, and he said no. I didn't know if he was there to help us or hurt us either. Oh, okay, he's there to and, help you. Um, Capital police. G was actually like th- this man came with so much hostility. There was that, a mob um, back that at the Capitol. G was sizing him up. And didn't know if he was going to have to fight him. Like that. Why are you how, fighting the Capitol Police? That is how like aggressive. You're a half the mile from the Capitol. In that moment, and we couldn't even tell. We couldn't read if like this was a good situation or a bad situation. Um, well, it wasn't a bad situation. It was. So, like, you know, like so many other communities in this country, like just that presence doesn't necessarily give you a clear signal if you're safe or not. And so the situation did not feel okay. And then he just looks at me and yells at me and he just goes, go down and then go to this other building. Um, Good. He's trying to get you out of there. I'm not going to, like, name the specific building. No, go ahead. He basically says, go down and go to this building. But he just says the name of the building. Doesn't say anything else. But we're so rattled in that moment. And he, the situation felt so volatile with this officer that I run over, I grab my bag, and we just start running over to that building. Now, mind you. Um, Half mile from the Capitol. We weren't escorted. He didn't, like, come. Oh, my God. Maybe because there was a little bit of an emergency. Folks, see, this is right now at 116. It's John DePietro. That This is who's winning. This is who's winning right now. Um, what the Biden administration needs to do is stop being a slave to the teachers unions. And Jen uh, Saki. I like the fact that she's being pressed to clarify, where do you stand on getting children into the classroom? The CDC says it's safe. The children want to be there. It's the teachers unions that want more money. And you won't clarify. Let's hear, this is a short time ago, White House press briefing. We're going to rely on- Here we go. Will President Biden use the power of the bully pulpit to help cajole teachers who are unwilling to go back to schools to go back? Well, one, I'm just going to reject the premise of the question. Uh, I will say um, I have teachers in my family, as I'm sure many of you do. Um, They're the first people to tell you that being uh, teaching in the classroom and being able to engage with kids in the classroom or middle schoolers or high schoolers in the classroom, it makes their job more enjoyable, makes them more effective at what they do. The president is absolutely committed to reopening schools. He wants them not just to reopen, but to stay open. And he wants to do that in a safe way. And we're going to rely on CDC guidance, uh, which again, to determine the best way to do it. But there are several mitigating factors that we've seen in data to date 
that will help make it safe. Of course, vaccines are part of that, but so is masking, so is social distancing, so is ensuring that schools have the ventilation and the um, facilities that they need in order to do it safely. That's our focus. So the president's focus is on, and that's one of the reasons why he's out advocating for the American Rescue Plan. Part of that is funding so that schools can do exactly that. More money. If you are the spokesperson for the White House, you could certainly say that, but you are not. But you you know, this has been going on since August. For them to act like this is brand new, for them to act, the White House to act like the, the kids have been back in school since August. This thing about flow and it's got to be safe and... All, all of this other stuff. The, the kids have been back in school since August. Now, I also want to play. I, I'm not a fan of hers in any way. Joy Behar to The View. But it gives you insight. The reason why the media is having Liz Cheney is because they the, the, the Liz Cheney idea of the Republican Party is over. It's outdated. It won't work. It has failed, and that's exactly what the Democrat Party and people like Liz Be- um, Joy Behar want. This is her on The View advocating, oh, I think the party should be Liz Cheney. I think the party should be like Liz Cheney. Let's hear this a little bit. I've been railing for four years about all the lying that's been going on. I really think that that is the main thing that has eroded a lot of the trust that people have in government, etc. And I was really, really worried that we would never get back. But I'm putting my money on the Liz Cheney party. Um, I really think that the other side is a losing proposition because, first of all, they did already lose the presidency. They've lost the Senate and they don't have the House. Um, And I really thought... Uh Uh-oh. But now something interesting has happened. I see that corporate America is getting involved in this. You know, follow the money. Um, Smartmatic and Dominion are suing Lou Dobbs. They're suing Janine Pirro. They're suing Maria Bartiromo. They're suing Rudy Giuliani. And I believe that other person, uh, I can't think of the person's name right now, but it doesn't matter. They're not that famous. Um, And for, for so much money. Because they lied about the machines. These are fledgling companies that do not deserve that, who need good publicity, and suddenly are saying that these machines don't work. Well, hello. And what happened? Lou Dobbs just got canceled off the air for lying. Twitter is starting to throw liars out the window. Uh, there are more lawsuits to come. It's, it's fascinating. You know, I don't believe that Americans want an, to live in an autocracy. I think that, remember, um, McCarthy it never went anywhere after a while because it was based on baloney and BS. And and now corporate America is doing what the ACLU couldn't do, the FCC couldn't do, the liberal media couldn't do, we couldn't do. The corporate Americans will do well, it. We I, I think it's fascinating yeah. to watch. They want Liz Cheney because the Liz Cheney version of the party is Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. Does anyone think Jeb Bush would have lost to Hillary? Jeb Bush ran a lousy campaign. They want, as an opponent, they, that's Joy Bay, they want a soft Republican Party. They want a party that doesn't fight back. They want a party that doesn't push back. So that's what that's all about. That's what that's all about. Of course they want someone like a Liz Cheney. They're not electable. They don't reach across the aisle. This is like the never-Trumpers. 
they want to go back to a time that it's like John Chafee and his four, you know, son, Link Chafee, are running. The, that's the type of Republicans that they want because they're a punching bag. You know, John McCain was a lousy candidate against Barack Obama. He was. And he lost. And they, they love him. Why do they love him? Because he lost. They don't like anyone that can win. <sighs> President Biden denounces lack of black head coaches in the NFL during Super Bowl halftime interview. You know, the NFL is, listen, it's competitive. If you can win, you can, if you succeed, then you, you stay. It's that simple. You know, last night, you know, Tom Brady during the week was being called out for his, quote, his whiteness and saying, you know, he gets a, a lot of breaks because of his whiteness. I mean, that that was a criticism that was written about. There was a critical uh, editorial there. So and now are we supposed to think you watch the Kansas City, the fact they're getting penalties. This will turn into that. It was racism. Mark my words. That right now it's one twenty three on this Monday, folks. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. You can always listen online at the website depietro.com. I am telling you that someone will write a column that what happened was the refs, and I don't know the the makeup, racial makeup of the refs, but the reason they're going to come out, they don't care that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs won it last year. All they want is a narrative about race. The reason Brady won is because he's white. And who did he throw the two touchdowns to? Rob Gronkowski. That, they don't even mention the fact that Tampa Bay, that their defensive coordinator, person of color, offensive coordinator, person of color. Nope, that's not what the, they're looking for something, some kind of a scapegoat. And by the way, it's, it's atrocious that Mahomes, both his fiance. And his mother <sighs> tweeting out complaints about the refs. I mean, listen, the Chiefs get away with a lot. They hold. I'm not going to go through the whole litany. But, no, they got beat by Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay defense manhandled the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what happened. They may not like it, but that's what happened. Hey, folks, I want to... um. Remind you about our friends with Preferred Towing and Recovery. They're located in Lincoln. It's Mark and Christine. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which is repossessions, and private property towing services. Call Preferred Towing and Recovery today at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Now, they also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and the 70s call for a fair offer today preferred towing and recovery 401-725-8500 401-725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com they're also on facebook they specialize in towing transport asset recovery and private property towing services call preferred 
towing today. 401-725-8500. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com. Depetro.com, which is sponsored by Surplus Provisions. This incredible store, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Stop in and see them. They have body armor and ammo and pepper spray and food storage. Everything you need to stay safe. This unique store, they're about a mile and a half from Garden City. Surplus Provisions. They also do bug out bags. They also do backpacks. They can make you a full backpack. They're very unique in Rhode Island. It's surplus provisions and women shopper friendly. Surplus provisions. Look for them on Facebook. Tanya and Frank are terrific. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Well, it's the John DePietro Show. So we're going to have to wait and see how this Trump impeachment trial is going to play out during the course of the week in the Senate. I think it's a waste of time. But I I also think that I want to just be very clear. This, to me, it has nothing to do with unity. This is they see an opportunity to absolutely uh, completely destroy the Republican Party. That's that's really what it comes down to. And whether or not they're going to seize the moment to destroy the Republican Party. That's what they're looking to do once and for all. And feel, number one, they also they want to make sure that they feel that President Trump can never run again. They're still afraid of him. He's still very popular with the Republican Party. He got 74 million votes. Most of the time that would have won, except in a pandemic where they claim Biden got 80 million votes. Now, as I have told you also, this whole business with the controversy I, I I don't believe this business. I don't about the machines. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think, especially in Rhode Island, it has to do with who is allowed to be registered to vote. That's what I think it is. That, that's what I think it comes down to. As I've said in the past, if, if they say, let's count out the ballots, I firmly believe that they can get to that number. But that's not that's not to me. That's where it should not be judged on. It should be judged on who is allowed to vote, who's allowed to cast a ballot. And by Nellie Gorbia sending out more unsolicited mail ballots this time for the bond issue election coming up in March. This is all the tweaking of the voting list. And it's dangerous and you don't see anyone uh, calling them out on it or or. um questioning it it's access information that we don't have access to but it's absolutely wrong now i want to remind you if you're in an accident and with all this uh, snow melting and ice and we have more snow coming remember you can depend on west fountain auto body if your car is in an accident call west fountain auto body today 401-272-3340 401-272-3340 west fountain auto body they'll repair your vehicle showroom like condition you can depend on west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 it's john DePietro on this uh, monday day after the super bowl monday february 8th uh, we're going to take a break in 30 seconds but i want to remind you visit the website depetro.com we have all the latest stories unique stories if you want to reach me do you want to get in touch with me log on at depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com and you just click on contact john if you want to advertise on the show support the show plus we have our unique stories it's all right there at the website 
which is to Petro.com. Let's do this. A lot more ahead on this Monday. We're going to take a quick break on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's send it back to JR for our quick break. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L., Sister replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they'll do it right the first time. Now, call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call J.K.L. right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates of free financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. 
401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. NEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, on this uh, sunny Monday, a lot of storm, uh, snow yesterday. Everyone's kind of digging out. And, you know, let's... I'll just put it out there. Um, Obviously, like so many of you, I'm very happy for number 12, Tom Brady, yesterday. It was, I I think it was bittersweet for Patriot fans. I mean, you're happy for him, but that was tough. That is tough. Seeing him win the Super Bowl and he's not in a Patriot uniform, I think this puts Patriot owner Bob Kraft and Coach Bill Belichick in a, a rather unusual not envious, uh, enviable situation where here was a guy who was without question, I mean, just such a competitor and a champion and the New England sports icon. And, and not only does he leave, think about this. One year ago, Brady was with the Patriots. One year ago, people still thought he was going to stay. I think in that final season, you could tell he was not going to stay. But he picked Tampa Bay. There had been sports writers saying he's never going there. That That's like a joke franchise. It's not even like a real team operation. He's never going there. That was one of the teams that courted him most aggressively. Uh, it seemed to make sense for him. He saw the potential for that team. He made a, an, a, a great choice. He also picked, you know, not only is Tom Brady obviously a great competitor, but he knew the type of situation. I think this is something that can't be lost. He saw the situation that he would thrive in. He experienced tremendous success, as we know, with Coach Bill Belichick. But I'll even say this. If Belichick had played Malcolm Butler against the Eagles, there's no way the Eagles would have scored some that, the, the number of points they did. And the Patriots actually would have won another Super Bowl. But being that as it may. Um, I think Brady recognized, and this is so important, the situation that he could thrive in and that he wanted. Apparently, the coach there, Bruce Ahrens, is the like the opposite of Belichick. He's far more of a laid-back style, go-along, get-along. You know, he has a system, and he's an NFL coach. But yesterday, last night, I mean, I, I was happy for him. His 95-year-old mother is there, meaning the coach for Tampa Bay. And but what was so smart was Brady saw a place that he could bring in two guys that he wanted along with him. And that was Gronk and then Antonio Brown, who was cut and chased out of uh, New England. But the point is, neither one of them had huge success during the season. 
But Brady utilized them when he needed them the most, especially look at Gronk, two touchdowns yesterday. So these were guys, think of that, uh, two expatriates got the touchdowns and, and throw Brady into the mix. And it's three expatriates that really got that championship for Tampa Bay. So like like many of you, I mean, happy for for Tom Brady, like everyone else. But that was odd. It was odd watching him celebrate and Gronk celebrate and the fans celebrating for someone that, you know, that was that was big. And then last year, um, that was that was pretty tough. And suddenly a Cam Newton is introduced as the guy. I, I agree with those that say I think there is pressure on Belichick this year to put together a team that's going to at least make the playoffs. The Patriots didn't even make the playoffs last year. So, but I think that's a, there's a real lesson there in he didn't get himself into a situation that then a few weeks into it, you know, thought like, what am I doing this for? This is not what I'm looking for. I think um, Tom Brady was that, that to me was the real success was he knew the type of atmosphere he would need in order to succeed and succeed at the level that he was expected to succeed and wanted to succeed at. All right. Well, folks, again, I may touch on it a little bit. It is, um, this is like, to me, there's certain types of times of year that are tougher than others. I think this is one of those tough times. There's an awful lot of snow on the ground. It's cold out. Uh, The football season is over, which so much of us love. And there's really nothing to look forward to for a little while. We have to get through the month of February. The holidays are over. We're dealing with COVID. Everyone's trying to get the vaccine. The good news, I guess, is that the the numbers are down. Uh, COVID, COVID numbers are way down. So now it's all about the vaccine, getting the vaccine, and then starting to, uh, you know, hopefully come out of this nightmare. So we'll um, touch on, again, it is a big week with the Trump impeachment trial. We'll see with, if, if anything develops with Governor Raimondo. It was a gr- I really enjoyed watching that game last night. I'm glad I watched it. I'm, I'm sad that the football season is over because I enjoy the football season so much. But um, and, and just I'm, I'm not going to say anything that has been said, but just such a remarkable performance by number 12. And, and to me, that's what it is. It's it's finding the right situation that he could thrive in and the right situation that he could could get success, because that's not always easy to do. Uh, he found the right team, the right program, and then. You know, the results speak for themselves. All right. A lot more ahead. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle... Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401 272 
3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovas Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Make Henry Oil make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today. 401 521 0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. This winter, I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dePietro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor for OceanStateCard.com. It is uh, the one and only Justin Katz. And Justin, I'd like to uh, begin our discussion. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, this is um, an unusual situation where now she did get her confirmation uh, passed out of the committee in the Senate for Commerce Secretary. However, uh, you know, now you enter into politics that come into play. We have learned that two two things are right now in play, and that is that, number one, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, who did question her, was in the committee, voted against it. He's placed a hold on her nomination uh, based on the fact that the Biden administration have not been forthcoming their position on a Chinese communication company. And now, this week, instead of more nominations uh, being voted out of their committee and for the full, she needs the full vote of the Senate. We're finding that it's being delayed because this week they've opted instead to do the President Trump impeachment trial in the Senate. And then next week is the winter break. So, what are your thoughts right now that Governor Raimondo, she has last, she last spoke directly back and forth with the media December 22nd uh, we see uh, no reason why that would change and they push back and try to say oh no she's still very engaged but this is an unusual situation with some people even describing it as having two governors well that does that does seem like it reasonably describes it although 
it'd be different if there were if the outgoing one were kind of the subordinate one and, and the incoming one were the one being able to make some decisions. Uh, that would be helpful. But I, I mean, the the block of her nomination based on China now policy is is as you say, you know, pretty regular Washington politics. Probably a good move for America on Ted Cruz's part, uh, but. It does put Rhode Island in, in this kind of a lurch, which, which to me goes back to the idea, uh, the, the problem of having people in elected office who are constantly running for other offices. Uh, yeah, the, the lack of commitment to her state during a really kind of treacherous time uh, when vaccine rollouts are having problems and so on and so forth. Uh, it's, it's really a, a shame to watch. I, I, I have to side with those who, who kind of suggested Maybe she should just go ahead and resign and take that take that risk on her own multimillionaire career um, that she's not going to be able to make it into the, the federal government and do that for the good of Rhode Island so that we can move on. As you as you say, we're if we're now looking at two weeks. Who knows what happens then? Maybe there's another week, a fourth week, and suddenly we're we're weeks or months in this kind of limbo. It's just it's just not the way, right way to leave things for Rhode Island. Not in any way. And, you know, it's interesting, Justin. Now, this also comes back to, as people have to realize, there's so much secrecy involved with the talks as far as, and I mean, uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, her discussions with uh, the Biden team and that she was to become uh, the nominee, because a, a crucial part of that discussion, which we were not privy to, was the fact that she obviously was told by them do not say anything while you're, you know, going through this process for fear that maybe she would there'd be a misstep, miscue of some kind, and it could derail the nomination. Well, then you have the snowstorm last week. Now, I believe uh, the mayor of Boston, Marty Walsh, who's who's also, you know, waiting for Senate confirmation on his to be labor secretary. But he did speak out during the snowstorm. You just wonder at that moment. Now, again, we we didn't know about it because she wasn't forthcoming, but. That was crucial of for someone to say, listen, I, I want this, but I am the governor and I can't just, you know, not talk to the press while we're going through this. When people are running for office, that doesn't put a put a muzzle on them. Um, you know, the governor, Gina Raimondo, ran for reelection and it certainly didn't stop it. If anything, you get more press because you you hold the office. But I think that's one of those instances that. You know, we weren't meaning everyone in, in the in the press. We weren't alerted that she was suddenly going to put a complete lid. And and I was trying to compare it to. Can you imagine a, a sitting politician that said, "I want to wish everyone a happy Fourth of July"? And by the way, I'm not going to speak to the media until after Labor Day. I mean, that would be what are you talking about? Yet here it is. It's it's that amount of time. Uh, and we're also Justin Katz starting to see some things kind of fall through the cracks and some questionable moves that we're going to talk about with the governor but but i she is not gonna budge and i'm not sure there's anything that can be done about it no no there there isn't i mean there could potentially be if there were public uh outcry or or the news media started to really challenge her in her friendly quarters but you know she's in from her position i you know she, she clearly has seen all of this as career stepping stones I mean, we've, we've talked about that a lot and that's the difference between a public service orientation and a career uh, orientation, legacy orientation. And so she, she's treating it like somebody who, you know, they're lining up another job and their boss 
found out, <laughs> but they're technically under contract. As long as they perform a certain amount of their work, they keep going until they know about the new job. That's kind of how she's looking at it. And it's, it's not, it's not healthy for the state. And she, she ought to be finding some way around it. I mean, the idea that the idea that she's going to not talk to people because she, she has to be cautious and might say something wrong and that will derail her nomination. That's just, I don't know. It just shows very little integrity in my view. Are you surprised the Republican Party in Rhode Island has been so silent on this matter? Well, I mean, they've made some statements. That I, I do wonder how much, how, how I mean, it, on the right, we don't get a lot of traction with the news media very often anyway. Uh, but and, and there's a lot. <laughs> it's a small group, uh, Rhode Island Republicans. And so it's, it's you know, they, they can make pay out of these things but every everybody's got their own battles so i i can't i can't say i'm i'm terribly surprised and partly because i don't know how much effect the republicans can have and i'm reasonably certain they question how much effect they can have so uh that really you know it's not as if there's there's somebody in the mix of things poised for some politically helpful step it's just the republicans are just not in that position in rhode island to to have to to think in those terms. Well, I always think of, um, and again, folks, our segment is politics this week, was being with Justin Katz, managing editor of OceanStateCurrent.com. I always view it as uh, if you do make a big deal about it, it's a way that you have people that they say, you know, I've, I'm a Democrat, I've always voted Democrat, but in this case, I got to admit, I agree with the Rhode Island Republican Party that enough is enough, and and she, you know, should should either start to talk to the media or she should, in fact, resign. I think, you know, you it's you, you look for opportunities that you can garner support and get people, number one, that are Republicans to say, that's right. See, there's our party speaking up. And then people that maybe are not at least say, you know, I got to admit on this particular thing, I think they, they are right. Also, what effect does this um, have <clears> – <throat> Just in the you know last Thursday, I attended that briefing. Now I've been to. I was trying to figure it out. They've been Governor Rundle mentioned uh, what, her last time. I think when she was speaking that she's she's done 125 uh, press briefings on COVID. The first you know month of part of March and into April, it it was just the media couldn't go, but there was seven days a week. But I started to figure out that when they did start to allow us to attend. Whenever that was, um, and I'd have to go back and check that. But anyhow, I've, I think I've, I've basically attended 80%. I found last Thursday to be the worst one because it was like a train wreck. It was all over the place. It was way too long. Dr. Scott, who is, you know, obviously a very knowledgeable doctor and a scientist, what have you, but but her and that Stephen Pryor Commerce Secretary, Justin, they're, they're so long-winded. They don't know, there's an art to put things in context and and a back and forth, everything is like a long, rambling answer. And my point is, you know, you start to see how communication falls through the cracks. And it was in the New York Times last week that Rhode Island is is considered the worst state when it comes to distribution of the vaccine. Yeah, and no, that's that that famous equity versus speed yes. question. There. And I've, I've noticed, too, and I... And I uh, conference they're, they're not it's not really clear what they even mean by equity I mean, and it generally it means giving you know, disadvantaged groups minorities and uh, such uh, an advantage to, to 
make them equal in outcomes. But th- they're almost using it as equity as in we're going to protect vulnerable populations first, which isn't really how people think of equity. So it's all, there's very so I, that's one area that just jumped off the page at me is as a communication challenges <laughs> they're not they're not on the same page they don't really have their messages and the, the long-winded answers kind of from a from a bureaucratic point of view arise when you don't have that here's the message we want to convey to the people of Rhode Island this is the message every answer needs to point back to this message and they, they just don't seem to have that and maybe it's because the governor's disengaged uh, maybe maybe it goes up to the top in that she doesn't want to she doesn't want to have her administration take a position that could potentially become controversial uh, at this time. Uh, I don't know. But you you get these functionaries who think they're the smartest people in a room and you you don't give them clear marching orders on their messages. And I think you get that kind of ambiguity and that that just the answers that lose people. And it's, it's really not, not what we need. What we need is decisive, decisive leadership to say, this is our path clear communication so that people can respond either we don't like that path or that's a good path and then some kind of a feedback loop into the people who have the power so that changes can be made it doesn't it doesn't seem like we've we've done very well for that and that speaks to the preparation behind the scenes as well just getting the, the getting the virus uh, getting the vaccine out there lieutenant governor dan mckee he is going to be the governor he spoke the least on the stage dr scott came out she spoke for 50 minutes straight. I timed it. Thanking all these different people, tremendous jobs, all this foolishness. Should have been 15 minutes. And then handed over to Pryor. He talked way too long. And then uh, we're there at, you know, 1 o'clock. It's, it's past 2 o'clock before they get to the first question, which means between the two of them, they talked an hour. It should never happen that way. Folks, a lot more ahead. Our segment is Politics This Week. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator, or your stove, or oven, or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens' discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. 
1-800-242-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have a Links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. WNRI Winsocket. 